Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening. Check. Before the great awakening. And I think that we as a country are in desperate need of another great awakening. And uh, this is like a, this is an emergency episode of the Magic Pisces podcast because there was a massacre. Some 18-year-old kid, technically 18-year-old man, uh, showed up and blew the brains out of 19 kids and I think two teachers. So I'm looking right here and CNN CNN site. This is Lexi Rubio, a 10-year-old victim of the Texas school shooting, and there's a little video of her. And then there's 9-year-old Eliana <clears throat> Ellie Garcia, identified as a victim in the school. And then there's this article that um, the Border Patrol agents didn't hesitate when responding to the, to the Uvalde shooting. Um, 10-year-old Annabelle Guadalupe Rodriguez was identified as the victim. Uh, This father of the shooting victim is quoted as saying, I just want people to know that she just just died trying to save her classmates. So that was Angel Garza, or that was Angel or Angel Garza, the father of um, Amarillo Garza. Um, She was just trying to do the right thing, he said. She was just trying to call the cops, that's all. Um, that's a little kid, you know, and, um, and, uh, shot by another, just a, a bigger little kid, you know, cause I think about who I was when I was 18 and I was, I was just the kid. I was in many ways, a very little kid, um, when I was 18, as were most of my friends, we were just, we were just fucking kids, you know, and, um. And, and I don't, you know, there's this, of course, the, everyone's, um, all of, all of the, um, there are, there are all sorts of people rightfully so calling for greater firearms legislation. And, um, and then there are, you know, conservatives saying other things, but I don't think it's a, I don't, it's not really a political thing for me so much as it is. I see it as a spiritual, a spiritual malady. I think that this country uh, is suffering from a very serious spiritual malady. I think it's, it's, it's very sick. And and the um, the guns, the shootings, the massacres are just a symptom. You know, they're they're a symptom of of someone they 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 are the actions the 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 shootings the 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 killing the killings of these kids are the actions of a person who was made fun of and ridiculed and he apparently he had a lisp and everybody made fun of him for his lisp and um it sucks to be made fun of and um and and it sucks to be that sick, that deranged, that separated from source, um, 
that disconnected from who one truly is that that they feel they need to to behave that that way that they need to take the lives of <clears throat> of others and and um this is an absolutely no way to excuse um to excuse the 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 sickening behavior but you could you could take all the guns away and the and 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 you could you could put the band-aid on the wound but the the gaping wound that has become more and more prevalent and more and more obvious in the soul of this country would still would still be there you know and and it's not it's not just with the gun stuff right it's with the 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 homelessness in the major cities, um, the homelessness in San Francisco, the homelessness in in Portland, the tent cities popping up. I was in Santa Monica um, a few months ago, and and there's just these vast networks of like tents, and it's like these tent towns, these tent fortresses. Some of these tents are fucking massive, and and then there's just all of these lost souls wandering around, you know, and many of them are are just are just completely insane you know these <clears throat> these souls have been have been taken away or led away from source led away from what i just choose to call god um and 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 i would argue that many of them are possess- <clears throat> possessed and and as a person who is often battling demons um i've always i've always there's a part of me that has always felt cursed um there's a part of me that has always felt crazy um these these dogs that that live in this fucking house next door to me um they they bark when i'm trying to sleep and there's three of them and i asked my landlord i asked my landlord before i moved in i asked her so specifically if there was dog noise in this neighborhood where i live at night and she said oh no it's quiet every night it's quiet every night well it's not and and i know how sensitive i am to to to, to noise and i know what happens when i can't sleep when i can't sleep i go fucking crazy like really crazy really crazy um and i'm known to put my hands through things walls and cabinets and whatever you know into brick walls not through um and uh i'm known to be a bit of a <coughs> crazy person right and so i i asked that question preemptively and very intentionally right because i wouldn't have moved in here if 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 there if i if i knew that the dog barking was what it was and i it was about my second night in and they started barking and they bark late at night and she's too fucking <laughs> It's just these two, like, I think I meant, I, I did an episode on my next door neighbors, right? It's just these two, like, these two big lesbian women. They're scary. They scare me. I'm, like, afraid of them. You know what I mean? And so they, they're the, they, they, they're the ones with the dogs, and I'm afraid to confront them. And, uh, and when these dogs start barking, I go fucking crazy. It's not every night. It's almost every night, though. I go fucking crazy. And my point in sharing that, is and then and then my landlord get mad at me for for going crazy and then when I reflected to her that like because I was like I, I share the house with my landlord I don't share the house it's my own space but like they can you know they're on the other side of this wall right so they can hear me if I'm spazzing out and so they get mad at me for spazzing out they threaten to kick me out they threaten to to to, to put me out of my home 
right? Because I threw this spaz in the middle of the night, which wasn't all that serious, you know? Um, it's not like a drunk spaz like I used to throw. Um, but but so 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 then here's me, just paid all this money to move into this place, asked a very specific questions, and then these dogs start barking, and I feel powerless to do anything about it, right? And then it's threatening, you know, I, it... it they, they threaten me with kicking me out of my home and I don't have money to move into a new place because I just moved into this one. And it's like, ah, it's enough to make you fucking insane. You know what I mean? And, and so my point in, in, say, in, in sharing this is that I, under, I understand the, the mind of, of psych, like, like, like the psychotic mind. I get it because there's this part of me that's crazy. If you listen to my, my old podcast, uh, Addiction and Redemption, you know that whole that whole like so much of the addiction story is just this like this 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 drifting into insanity just this like surrendering to madness this just becoming insane but the insanity was there before right the insanity took like like when i finally discovered drugs when i was 16 years old like they were just they were the the supposed cure they they, they were actually just a continuation like of 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 my intoxication because the first thing I became intoxicated intoxicated with as a child was anger and emotions and sadness and even happiness like it was intoxicating my feelings were intoxicating and so the drugs were just a continuation of that intoxication right and and so my point again is I understand insanity I completely get it so there's a part of that 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 boy that committed those atrocities that I get, I get, I get him, you know? And, and I think all of us, if we're, if we look hard enough, we can find parts within ourselves that identify with that part in him that did that awful thing. And, and so it's, it, it's like, yes, you could take away the, the guns, but you're not going to take away the insanity. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a collective insanity and, and it's, it's, it's starting to become, um, there's like a collective cancer, right? And this is a national issue, right? This is, I don't think anyone's excused from this conversation. And I, I think we need to stop lining up on one side or the other and, and, and buying into this shit show and this fear that is being promoted um and and the the discourse that's being propagated i think that's the word um you know by the media and i'm not going off on i'm not going off on some media rant trying not to go out on rant on media rant go off on media rants anymore um but but I'm I I don't know how to get to the to the source of this problem. I don't know how we as a nation collectively come to together to address the the source of all of this. You know, I, like like how 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 do we unify to create states of being within the minds or states of being uh, within our children, right? That 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 are happy, happy enough, right? Whole and complete, right? And and perhaps that are connected spiritually to things as well. Um, 
that that would that would not have them want to do this sort of thing you know um like what's what's the solution you know without getting into some you know without getting into like a a policy decision like a policy conversation um you know so the you know the 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 progressive policies the liberal policies and you know are 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 failing and 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 it's leading to all of these unintended consequences you know for instance the 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 letting the um the the not the not locking people up the basically letting people steal like those progressive policies the de- decriminalization almost legalization of drugs um, the the refusal to prosecute prosecute um, drug offenses um, and the 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 letting the um, letting people basically take whatever they want from the the Walgreens or the the Target and um, like the the failure of those policies um, or what the actual intention is, you know, you could get into this George Soros conspiracy, philanthropist conspiracy stuff. Um, you know, you could, there's a whole great big rabbit hole you could go down with the conspiracy stuff. Um, and even if the conspiracy stuff is true, right, you're still going to be left with like a collective wound. Um, you could argue that um, the the smash and grab robberies in the, in the you know, that, that you're seeing in, San Francisco um, and other places are, um, you know, the, the sort of the karma of America coming back, you know, like you could say that that's, well, people are finally taking their share. They're finally getting their share. They've been repressed for so long. So you could maybe argue that that is what's happening. It, and I'm not, um, I'm not inclined to disbelieve that entirely, right, or to discount that entirely. Um, but there's there's still like the wound, you know, and I'm certain that a lot of people would say, well, it goes right back to slavery. And I would argue um, that the African-American wound, uh, the African-American woundedness um, does. Right. Um, the 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 you know, Ice Cube has a great he has a line in um on his death certificate album, and he says, you, you broke up the families forever until this day black folks can't stick together, right? And it's odd. They broke us down. They made us pray to his God. And, um, and so there was a, a, a stripping of, of the identity. There was a stripping of the family, right? They denied, they, they denied the families. They denied the, the slaves their, their access to their bloodlines, right? And so you can just sort of see how that's going to go. You know what I mean? You could just see. Um, and then you, 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 you free them and they don't have any sense of identity or family or loyalty or who knows what else, right? And then they just sort of drift down the Mississippi River and they settle in St. Louis and Chicago and Cleveland and New York, right? And, and, and then nobody really wants them in their neighborhood, so they set in, settle into what are commonly referred to as ghettos, right? Um, and, and so there's no way that there's, there isn't an element of that in this conversation, right, in, in the collective wound, right? And, and, and there, there are so many other, um, 
variables in this equation, right? And and so when you look at what policy does, so if you look at um, the 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 policies of not the the policy of basically letting criminals go free, you can start to see, you're, you know we're starting to see the sim the the the, the symptoms of that, right, or the, the results of that, whatever the word is, um, and the policies that involve not, um, the, the policies involving not uh, prosecuting drug offenses, you can now see the consequences of those policies. They're not working, right? They're just leading to more chaos. So the, if, if you were to enact a policy where all of the guns were to suddenly disappear, the wound would still be there. Right, so that there would be unforeseen consequences in that. It wouldn't fix anything. It would put a it, it would put a bandaid on it, but it wouldn't address the source wound. And so I don't know where we're supposed to go from here because it's to the point where, like, n no one is safe. You are not safe. It doesn't matter where you go. You are no longer safe anywhere in this country. I mean, contemplate that. Wrap your head around that. You are not, it could happen to anyone, anywhere, at any time of day. You could be at the, your favorite coffee shop in the prettiest town in the world, like the one I live in, and some fucking wounded motherfucker could show up and just kill everybody in sight. I actually saw um, a woman ran in front of the train uh, sat Saturday afternoon or Saturday late morning. She jumped in front of the train right across the street from the coffee shop where I hang out at, and um, and I didn't see it happen. I saw the I was pulling up just as the police were pulling up, and and it was I believe it was her boyfriend, but there was this guy that was just up against a he was like resting up against a squad car with his with his um he had like his head against the car, and like sort of his hands down and his hands kind of down by his side, and he was just he was just kind of like banging his head into the car and. He wasn't really weeping, but you could just, who knows what happened in that moment, right? Maybe he said the thing that put her over the edge, but the thing that put her over the edge wasn't, the, it, there was the woundedness below that. Perhaps they got in a, ended up in a relationship as a result of their wounds, their woundedness, and his wounded just went, his woundedness just went too far in triggering her woundedness. And so she decided to ultimate to, to wound herself in the, in the ultimate way, you know, but it was really just, it's really odd to see that. And, you know, they had, there were like, there were like four different blankets covering up body parts in four different places over like a hundred yard stretch. It's fucked up, you know? And, and so, that was really fucked up to see, but, but what was going on with that woundedness? You know what I mean? What was her woundedness really all about? And, um, and I think that, you know, it's almost like there's some collective karma or there's just, there's just something karmic about this. There's something spiritual um, about this. There's just something about America that, that's, that's just lost something or perhaps the, the thing that was supposed to be there never was. Now, I encourage anyone, as I've mentioned many times before, to, to check out the work of Dr. David Hawkins um, and, and to sort of see this through the, 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 the levels, the calibrated levels of human consciousness. Um, 
but I really do think that we are becoming more and more disconnected from from God. It was I, I might I think I've mentioned this before. I was like at home, like at my parents' house a few years ago or several years ago probably. And you know, my dad's got Fox News on. I saw this funny comedian talking about <laughs> he's like Everybody, you, you have to have a Fox News dad. Nobody wants like a, like a, like a, an MSNBC dad. You got to have a Fox News dad. So I got a Fox News dad, right? <laughs> and, uh, and we're watching, and, and it was, I think it was Hannity, Sean Hannity. I think his name's Sean, Sean Hannity. And he was given his little talk and, and he said, um, it was one of these things I couldn't, I couldn't unhear. He said, well, what do you, what do you expect to happen in the schools when you ban prayer? When you say that the kids can't talk to God anymore in schools, what do you expect to happen? And and it was like this it was this conservative snippet. It was like this little conservative whatchahoozy that I couldn't not pay attention to. It was like at the time, you know, at the time I was like a really hardcore I was as far left as you could be basically at the time. And I remember like being like, turn this fucking shit off. And 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 then continuing to watch it and then hearing hearing him say that and being like god god damn it he's fucking right he's fucking right like there's there was some morsel of truth in what he said now you know who's to say how a children is or is not allowed to talk to god and who their god is so it could look like meditation time it could like look like uh talking to your higher power time. It could look like, you know, if you're a Satan worshiper child, like you talk to the dark Lord, that's fine. Right. Like, but, but what if you allowed children, um, to connect with something greater than themselves? What might that make possible? I think it was the Dalai Lama. I think the Dalai Lama said the current Dalai Lama that if every, if, if we taught children to meditate, for five minutes a day, we could end war within one generation. I, I'm paraphrasing, and that's not exactly it. But basically, what he says is, if we taught the children to meditate, we don't, we'd, we'd, um, we'd end war, right? So, so you know, if you were to introduce higher power or meditation time, right, to schools, then if you were to call it meditation time, then the Christians are going to get pissed off because it's meditation and because the Buddha is of the devil, right? So we've got this sort of like. Com, there's like a complexity of I mean, it's just a fucking complicating God, you know, a complicating spirit, complicating universe, complicating truth. Um. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's what's going to happen. I mean, all I know is that I'm glad I don't have children because I wouldn't want to bring children into this fucked up world, you know. And there's absolutely no end in sight to this sort of thing. And again, sure, take the guns away, right? Enact gun legislation. But that's the 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 massacres are the massacres are a symptom. The innocent children slaughtered are a symptom, you know, of a very deep, dark, and disturbing collective woundedness. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye. Hello.
I do.